You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's I Dream of Nini, the Wedding After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's I Dream of Nini, the Wedding After Show. Make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other's gold. Make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other's gold. Bing is for doing. And welcome to the AfterBuzz TV After Show for I Dream of Nini the Wedding. This is Season 1, Episode 5, Spilling the Tea Party. I'm your host, Jake Dupree, and I'm your gold friend. And I am your host, Michelle Renee, and I'm your silver friend. Yay! You can be the bronze. Boop. Bye. I can I be platinum, us. actually. I don't want to be silver. I want to okay. be platinum. I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm down with platinum. I'll be rose gold. Honey. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. All right, so let's just get started talking about the episode because I want to get to the bride, bride maids. That's what I'm part of. Bride maids. Bride maids. <laughs> like that is the drinking game um, for anyone playing, like watching well, this. Well, I think your drinking game would be the conjugation of verbs. Yeah, Within just in episode. general, yeah. yeah. But bridemaid, definitely. Bridemaid. People, uh, people <laughs> watching this show need to make a drinking game and drink every time she says bridemaid. It's giving head to the scene with Cynthia. I love that she made a point to be like, bridesmaids, they're your bridesmaids. <laughs> and like, Nini didn't catch on. She was like, I'm not listening to you, bitch. Yeah. Like, get your wig. Like, let's go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we find out that Greg is starting a luxury barbershop. And I don't know what the... What, what is those- a luxury barbershop? I don't oh, know. That's not what you were oh, no, saying. No. Okay. I know. I mean, like, does that mean just like a high end barbershop? Like a salon? I guess maybe <laughs> more like a salon. I mean, like I guess salons spa. don't do like, you know, shaves and stuff like that. Don't do barbershops do that? I've never been to an actual barbershop. I've, I've been to salons. I've never really been to bougie, so. I've never been to a barbershop. Yeah, so. I don't know. If you know out there, then you let us know. Yeah. And if you know anything about it being open, because I mean, I would assume it'd be open by now. It's probably in Atlanta. Probably I mean, attracts a lot of customers, so... Yeah, but I the wedding was just in, like, June, though, or July, so it wouldn't... It yeah. necessarily wouldn't be open. But what were those cushions for? He had, Greg had some cushions. I don't know what they were for. I, thought, I didn't know if they were for a chair, for, like, A back lounge support. area. I don't know. the barbershop. But he had some cushions, and he couldn't get up off of them whenever. <laughs> and I like that... I like... Nene brings up the fact that they're running out of time, and Greg needs to organize the tuxes, blah, blah, blah. But then this is the part that I wanted to talk about, the $15,000 cake... From a, the, like one of the most famous cake designers in New York City, and it has to fly first class to get to Atlanta. I was like, no, can't. They, I'm sure there's an amazing place in Atlanta that can make a damn cake for less than fifteen thousand dollars. Or can't the lady just come to Atlanta and make it there and then fly back? Would that not be cheaper? Yeah, because you have to worry about... I mean, who's going to be coming with the cake? Is there, like, an assistant with the cake? Is it just flying by itself? The I just have an image of, like, a cake, like, in a seat. Like, sitting like, next oh, to, like, like a yeah. businessman. Like, what the hell? Like... <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, that's weird. That's weird. I mean, I don't know. Whenever we're watching these shows, and I mean, granted, if I had that much money, I probably would blow it on as well. Shit too, but yeah. like, whenever people on the Housewives shows or this show 
mention a, the price of something, I just always say like, wow, that's like a whole family's yearly income that you're spending on your dress. Most, Her dress, like most, most families yeah. afford. Most twenty somethings don't even make barely make fifteen thousand a year. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and then $50,000, $58,000 for a dress. dress. Like most families of four in once. A, most families of four in America don't make that in a year. No, never. And would never even like, and would dream of making $58,000 yeah. a year. Yeah. I mean, good for her for wanting to like having that money to spend, but it's just like, I don't know. It makes me like weirded out. I know. It makes me, I mean, I don't, it, that's what makes the show. Obviously people yeah, watch people these shows because to that's, live outside of yeah, to live, yeah. you know, to live vicariously through these people who have so much money to spend. But I don't know. At the same time, it's kind of like, wow, it's rubbing in people's faces. Like, yeah, I don't okay. know. I mean, I think it says something about our society and it just is kind of, it's, it's kind of sad. Yeah, it is really sad. I mean, I feel like if I was on one of those shows, I would never say the price of something just like with that 25, did Jared, you know it's twenty five thousand? Yeah, like that whole thing. Like people that don't, people that have lots of money don't need, don't to, need like, to share it and be like, you know, you know when it's expensive and that's it. And I wish that she would just let that be that. But you know, yeah. she's Nene Lee. Well, I guess it's kind of this whole idea of like new money, and obviously Nene, yeah, you know, grew up in, I guess maybe a middle class family, if that. Yeah. In Athens, Georgia, she was a stripper. So, you know, for her to have the millions that she has now, you know, it's probably going to feel good. Yeah, and she wants to, like, own it and She wants everyone to know how much her stuff costs. Yeah, that's her business. What's not really classy or expensive, though, is the Evites. Can we discuss for one brief second? I think an Evite for a wedding is so tacky. If you're going to send out a save the date already... Just send it out an invitation. If it gets them, like, the week before, they already have to save the day. Like, shut up. Like, who cares? Yeah. But an Evite, that's free. Or, I don't know about Evites, because I think you can, like, make them special and cool and, like, mm-hmm. pay, like, nine ninety nine. Ooh, cool. But, like, for a wedding, seriously, like, not an Evite. Did they do this on Real Housewives of Miami? That's what. It, okay, I, I just thought Adriana was being frazzled, and on Real Housewives of Miami, I just thought Adriana was being frazzled, and, and just sent you know, out. just sent it out, and I judged her harshly. But this week... We see that Nini did it too, so maybe it's not that odd of a thing these days. But my okay, I get it. Maybe if you're um, Jane and Jim down the street that are having a little podunk like in their wedding backyard. in their backyard, you just talked about how you're spending fifty eight thousand dollars on a wedding dress. Like I don't care if it's six days before your wedding. Shouldn't you be able to spend the money to get the express made? Yeah, you to have them hand delivered to the people's house. Yeah, get so them out tomorrow. Fly them first class to wherever they need to go. Like, that to me doesn't make sense. You're spending $58,000 on a wedding dress. Not to say that you shouldn't spend that much money and you shouldn't <laughs> spend that money on the invitations, but you should at least spend a comparable amount, you know, I on the wedding agree. invitations. It's just it's just tacky. Like, that's not cool. And I, I, would, I would be, I'm so shocked that she would even want to do that, too. Like, that doesn't seem like something that she would even, like, consider. Like, someone was like, you should invite. She'd be like, shut up. Yeah. It's just weird. And especially when we saw her go look at wedding invitations with Marlon. Like so, those, obviously, like, that was a, yeah. ones, so like, that was a staged scene. Obviously. Obviously. Clearly. Anyway. So, moving on from the Evite, because it's tacky. Sorry. Um, Nini brings Greg to the wedding location, or the hopeful wedding location, which is that beautiful garden. And she's talking about mm-hmm. old Hollywood glam and great Gatsby themed. And, like, we've seen that on Real Housewives of Miami, too, with Adriana's wedding. And that's pretty cool that people want to do that. Because, you know, I mean, I, I mean, to think of a classic wedding, I guess you would think of, like, a great Gatsby themed where everyone has to be, like, super dressed up in glam. 
So, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. And then... Besides the irony of the fact that The Great Gatsby was kind of a love story, but there was a lot of things that were wrong. wrong, Yeah, Yeah, but anyway, I just wanted to to point that out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was a little shade in there. I like it. Uh, Tony shows up, and he says that he needs, if they're going to use this location, that he needs three more weeks, and the budget has to go up because all the tents. That tent stuff is so expensive. Is it? So expensive. Yeah, one of my friends used a big tent for a wedding. Ridiculous. Like, it would almost cost, like... It almost, like, doubled their budget. It was ridiculous. Because they wanted a huge tent. And Nini wants, like, five. For 400 people in that backyard, I do understand what he was saying. Like, it's a, kind of ridiculous. Like, you can't fit that many people in there. Mm. But I don't know how I feel about being at the Intercontinental Hotel. I mean, it's nice and stuff, and you can kind of do... It's, like, kind of a big, open, blank space, and you can do whatever you want. But I don't know. It just seems... It just doesn't seem special enough, like what Nini was saying. Like, she is, like, so dead set on, you know, having a special yeah. venue. But I think he can make it really special. Well, as far as the whole backyard, you know, area that they were going to do it in, I feel like where there's a will, there's a way. And clearly she has the money. I don't... I mean, to me, it's seeming, again, like this was maybe staged from the get-go for her to want to have her wedding there because... I mean, for him to already know off the bat that the... It's not going to work. Yeah, that it's not going to work and that the Intercontinental Hotel is available. Yeah. Like, when people are getting married and it's (laughs) wedding season, which June is wedding season, right? Yeah, June, July, August, yeah. Yeah. And hotels are really popular for that. But you already had it available. The whole... All of the ballrooms were available. All five of the connecting rooms were available. That to me is just convenient. Yeah, convenient. That's a little too coincidental. Yeah, I think he could have done it, and I think that if it really were ever going to be a thing, and she really wanted it, they could have made it happen. So I think it was just staged from the get go. I feel like that venue that they weren't, they were just like, "This is not going to happen." The venue was probably like, "No, we're not letting you like set up Mm -hmm. tents and have four hundred people in our backyard in like this really nice place." I mean, not that people would trash it, but it's like that's a lot of people to be tramping around through a garden. Mm And they were like, mm, no. And then so they made this scene, probably. Why didn't that they have sense. it at Portia's grandfather's house? I mean, they had a big old tent in the backyard. Yeah, it looks like a similar situation. Yeah, exit to the left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Could have done a little cocktail hour inside, walk out to the back, get your tent on. Uh-huh. They can uh-huh. promote a charity, if they will. Mm-hmm. But they have too much money for that, I guess, to want to promote a charity. <laughs> well, no, I mean, maybe this is jumping to the end of the, um, I'll save it. I'll save it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll save it. Mm-hmm. So we see <laughs> Nene meet up with Miss Cynthia Bailey, who looked amazing. That hair was gorgeous. Whoever's doing her hair lately, and then like last season, I thought she looked really great too. And this season, she looks. Yeah, I feel like she's gonna look even better. I like when she does her hair. She yeah, looks. Yeah, yeah. I do like her short hair though. That she was like known for whenever she was modeling. Like, she always had really short mm-hmm. hair, just because she was like the face. And I don't know. I don't know. I like, but I like her like long weave. It's amazing. Yeah. It's I mean, beautiful. all the ladies of Atlanta. And all the ladies on the show with her, they have amazing hair. So it's like, you, you have to, you got to keep your hair done. Mm-hmm. And so they go to look at shoes for the bridesmaids, which I, you know, I, get the, I think this was like another setup little scene. Because some of the shoes that, ne- that Cynthia was showing Nini, they would never, she would never put her bridesmaids in those shoes. Yeah. And the, drama- the dramatic irony of it all for me was the fact that I knew that the bridesmaids wore Christian Louboutins because I've seen pictures. The pictures of them on and the And she's bottoms. showing them these, showing her these shoes that are like... Plastic. Plastic, yeah. Like, not even shoes that I would wear, and I don't have a lot of money, you know, to waste Uh on shoes. I don't have Louboutins, but, you know, it just was like, really, Cynthia? 
Like, hell no. Yeah. You're not going to even at least take her to, like, Aldo or something? Like, yeah. damn. If you're going to get, a, like, a plastic shoe, let's go to Aldo. Like, let's go. <laughs> I mean, I'm not hating on Aldo, but, like, it's not Christian Louboutin. They're like, you know. So, whatever. And then Nene breaks the news that they're having to move to a hotel ballroom. And Cynthia was like, well, that's what I thought it was going to be the whole time. She was like, that's the smartest decision because you don't have to spend all this money on tents and, you know, whatever. And it's just going to come together. She's like, you just trust Tony. He's going to pull it all off. And Nene's, like, down in the dumps about it. In the back of Nini's mind, she's probably recalling Cynthia's wedding and... She's like, oh, shit. Like, panicking, go, yeah. This is just going to go to the left and it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come out great, though. Yeah, of I course. I don't doubt it, but I it's mean... It's going to be like the Kardashians' wedding, like, just over-the-top cuckoo crazy with yeah. lots of crystals and When you have stuff. enough money, you can make anything look good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and if someone... If you're paying somebody enough, they can pull it together yeah. in a week. I could have a wedding in my studio apartment and it would look great. Yeah, they'd be like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> Uh, and then Cynthia says that I love this little like scripted moment where she was like, "You just let Tony deal with the wedding, but what you need to deal with is these bridesmaids and their attitudes." And she's like, "Do not let anyone take this opportunity and this <laughs> moment away from you." And then and he was like, mm-hmm, "Yeah," I was just like, "You just re- randomly bring that up, like, okay, all right, Cynthia." Yeah, but I mean, I'm glad they did because the bridesmaid the bridesmaid stuff is my favorite part of this whole it series. It's amazing. Do you? I want to get your honest opinion about this. Do you think that Nini's show will continue? Like, she'll have her own spinoff. I Dream of Nini, just as a show. Like, what Kim got with Don't Be Tard... Don't Tard... Don't Be Tardy. Don't Be Tardy for the wedding. But then she had Don't Be Tardy as the show. Um, or do you think that Nini's better with, like, an ensemble cast? Honestly. You know what? I hadn't thought about it before you just asked me the question. Um, but, I mean, I guess it makes sense now that it says I Dream of Nini, the, the wedding, wedding, instead of just, like, I Dream, I Dream of Nini's Nini. wedding or whatever. Because uh-huh. um, they kind of can remove or keep that wedding part there. Um, I don't know. With Kim, she, like, left the Real Housewives. And so it was kind of like she had... Had her own she, platform. Yeah, she had her own platform. And I don't... I mean, what drama does Nene have besides... See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like seeing Nene with the group of, like, women. I like that stuff because it's, like, she's so quick and, like, on. It's, like, whenever she's not with, like, a group of women, it's, like, it's not as... It's not as fun to me. Yeah. And I I love her. Like, she's, like, who I want to be. But it's, like... And would they have her on two shows? Would she do, like, Atlanta and I Dream of Nene? Because I don't think so. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know. What I do see for her or I could see happening is maybe like a talk show. I feel like I would love that, actually. I wish that she would have like, I wish they would do like a view type talk show with like five housewives. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be cool? It would be. But I don't know if she would ever be down for that, though. She'd be like, no. I don't know. Or she'd be like, let me pick them. (laughs) Let me pick who I want to be with. Yeah. Which could be cool. I don't know. I think it could be interesting to see what Bravo, what else Bravo could do like in their like, because they have so many, like, talented, big personality people. Like, what could they could do with it? Because Bravo is coming out with its own scripted show. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Well, too many cooks in the kitchen, or I don't know. Because, I mean, some of these women have really strong personalities, and obviously Nini is one of them. So, uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. So, it's interesting to, like, I just wanted to hear what you would have to yeah. say. Sorry, I had to, like, go off on a tangent Well, for a speaking of opinions, guys, head over to iTunes and tell us what you think. 
Will Nene have her own spinoff, I Dream of Nene, or is she going to remain a Real Housewife of Atlanta, or anything else that you see in Nene's future? Let us know what you think of that, and also our after show, rate and comment, leave your questions, concerns, or requests for me and Jake. Uh, also, tell a friend. It only takes a second, One and we second. really appreciate your feedback. While you're also at iTunes, you can check out The Adventures of Serial Buddies, which is a movie that was produced by the founders of AfterBuzz TV, Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro. It's a comedy about two serial killers, and that's all I'm going to tell you. I'll let you check out the rest for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get it on iTunes, Blockbuster, Target, 7-Eleven, and Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. That's that. Support us. Bye. Um... So we move on to see Nene check. This is like a short little scene, and she was just checking on the status of the new normal. And I love that she was like, I love that act- she was like, this sucks that sucks that actors have to deal with this stuff. And I was like, yeah, whenever you don't have one point something million people tuning into your show every week like a reality show, mm-hmm. and you have to actually like try to get viewers to watch your own scripted show, like that, that does suck. Yeah. And she gets to feel like what it's like to be not a reality star. Because I mean... A lot of people that I know that are actors, they hate reality shows. I love them. They hate so them I. because they're like, it takes jobs from us. Like, they're getting in more viewers than most scripted shows. And I was like, that's not the people on the show's fault. That's your dumb show's fault. Like, you get a better script. Like, mm-hmm. people like to watch real life. Like, sorry. I don't know. It's like people like to live vicariously through them because they can attain that. But on a TV show, they might not it's, ever, you know, like, yeah. be in that situation. So it's interesting. It's interesting. It's a... It's like a double-edged sword. Like, I get where they're coming from, but I also, like, I'm like, it's not the people that's on the show's fault. Like, don't hate them. Like, they were just lucky enough to be on the show. Yeah. So. I liked the, I mean, obviously it sucks that her show didn't get renewed, but I liked this part of the episode just because I think it was more genuine than some of the other scenes that may or may not have been staged. You know? So, I mean, it's good. It was good to see her kind of dealing with that. Real life stuff. Yeah, with real life stuff yeah. because obviously she's been working towards becoming an actress and she finally got it, but this also shows, you know, another side of acting that probably a lot of people didn't even consider the fact that shows can get picked up or, and you know, not. It makes in. it really real for a lot of people that just watch shows and they're like, oh, you know what, I really miss that show. But you don't think about the people's lives that were affected from mm-hmm. that show being canceled. Yeah. And, like, Nene is very honest about that, about that paycheck that's, like, not coming in anymore. Like, sure, people, she'll get, still get DVD sales, and if anyone ever picks it up, you know, for syndication or anything, which I doubt, but, you know, if, like, Logo TV, like, you know, because it's about, you know, gay people, and mm-hmm. that'd be really cool if they picked it up, but it's, like, people don't see that, that dirt, like, the ugly side of it. Like, they just see the vanity side, and the show's just over, and these people go on living happy, happy lives, which they do, but it's also, like, they have to make a living. And they have to find another job, yeah. And they have to find another job, which is not fun for most actors because it's like auditioning is gross yeah. um, so now we move on to see the bridesmaids are in town so happy to see Jennifer Williams I love her Ooh, my face is gonna get poked with a Botox I love the way she talks so <laughs> yeah. much I just love her she didn't say much though besides that I one mean, she line. never really says much she never really does like on all this show she every time she have something she'd be like "Ooh, you stupid and like that's it like, that's all she'd be about to say but I just love her. I think she's so fabulous. And like, yeah, I love, she's really I love all these tall women. I'm like, where the hell? Like, how does Nene... I guess, like, the tall women just flock to Nene. I don't know. It's amazing. Makes me, like, want to, like, go and hang out in the middle of them. And, like, 
hang from their necks like giraffes <laughs> or something. I don't know. But um, all the bridesmaids are fitting their dresses, and then Nini brings out all the Louboutins. Like she's just she bought them eleven eleven hundred dollars shoes. Like that's amazing. I love that she threw shade. She was like, "Your men probably a bunch of your men probably never even bought you these shoes." I was like, Ooh, "Okay." Wait. She she flew them down. A. She mentioned that. B. Designing she gets the, designs the dresses. B. C. Christian Louboutins. N. D. She pays for the Botox. Botox. Do, yeah, yeah. Pays and for then the Botox. Doesn't do invites. Yeah. Uh huh. I don't like. At what point? I mean, don't get me wrong. I would totally love to be a bridesmaid in this Hell wedding yeah. or any type of wedding that was like this where I'm getting all of these things. But at what point does it become too much? Like, what is the limit for, like, how much you give your bridesmaids? Or, like, no wonder are you, is she wasting crazy. money at this point? Do you think that Nini is wasting money? I mean, it's just excessive spending. To be just spending money, I think. Like, the, no one of these bridesmaids are acting crazy because it's like they don't have any... Like, they don't have any responsibility to pay for. Or yeah. to, like, be responsible for. Like, they're just like, I'm showing up, I get an amazing dress, a fabulous, like, hair and makeup. Yeah, they have nothing. And then I get nothing. to be crazy. Like, at the beginning of the episode, when Greg is mentioning all these things he has to do, and I'm thinking to myself, number one, where's Tony? But more importantly, where's Marlo, the little coordinator? And besides Cynthia helping her with those little shoes, these women are living their lives in their respective cities, and they're just coming down to be in this fabulous wedding like yeah. part of being a bridesmaid is helping the bride when put she needs yeah put yeah. the wedding together so i mean i think that nini is giving them way too many perks when they're not doing anything but being her mm-hmm. friend and not even doing a good job at doing that because they're arguing all the time yeah and just like making it about themselves and not about the day yeah it's just weird it's, it's so like strange. she wants to she's more concerned about the wedding looking fabulous and them having on louboutins and being able to take a picture with their foot up you know, then, like, showing the red bottoms mm-hmm. and them looking like their face is freshly taunt Beat. and everything. But <laughs> she's not really understanding what Correct. the real bridesmaid is supposed to Yeah, because do. I don't think she had bridesmaids in her first wedding, though. I don't know if she's ever been a bridesmaid either. So, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. But Nini's designing the bottom of their dress. And the women are designing the tops of the dress. I think that's really cool because most bridesmaids, it's like, this is the dress you have to wear. And if it looks shit on, like, shit on you, like, you still have to wear it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool that she has, like, really, like, letting them, like, you know, tack it and make those, like, if they want to show their boobs, like, awesome. If they want to show something else, that's great. <laughs> you know, I just don't I think that's really cool because it's like, if they, also, if they wanted to wear that dress in the future. Again, they yeah, can. They totally could. And uh, next, he was like, I'm going to punish these girls. I'm going to make them get Botox. I was just like, that's not a punishment. I feel like that's like a reward. Because it's like, ultimately, you're going to be look good. Better. Yeah. And it's free Botox. Yeah, and it's free. And she's paying for the bus ride there and the Botox that's being injected to your face, which is not cheap. Yeah. For all, all the- those girls, ten pe- that's nine girls. Well, without my How much is eight. an average like shot of Filler or Botox, or do we know? <laughs> when my mom would go to Botox parties, because she has, I don't mean, I don't know what it was, what it's like, because it's in Arkansas, and it's like, they oh. go to, it's like a party, so it's like a cheaper rate, because mm-hmm. it's like a thing. But like out here, I feel like it would be a lot. What's a lot? Like I have no, I don't even know what the starting point is. I mean, is. probably I've never... like 200, 300 a shot or something. Mm. Mm-hmm. Depending on where you hit. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, and they were in Atlanta, so maybe a little bit cheaper. Maybe a little Atlanta, bit cheaper. And if it's like probably. if you're bringing a group, maybe they do like a group, a group rate. Right. And then they go to Doctor Whiteman. I think that's such a funny name. It's awesome. Like, so I think we're it's awesome. we're thinking she dropped maybe like seven, 60, seven, 60, or eight, 000? sixty thousand on the Botox. 
I don't know. I mean, maybe they got some other stuff done too. I was going to say like six thousand, ten thousand, ten. Okay, let's ten thousand. Okay, let's go with that. Ten thousand. Um, I was a little surprised though that all of these women were like, "Ah, oh, Botox. I'm scared." And I'm That's like, "Wait, I mean, most of them, have some had of it before. them have had to have had please. something done." Uh huh. Please, they've had it before. You know they have. And it's just like it was so interesting seeing them on the bus ride too before they got to the office and and Nini calls out Marlon says she's hood or something and Marlon's like I try I try not to be you know her voice like crazy she was like I try not to be but I am and then they were like why is this about you and they were all like and then all of a sudden Dawn who supposedly has known Nini the longest because she mm-hmm. went to acting school with Nini which I didn't know that act- Nini went to acting school but supposedly she did and uh, and they make this big whole deal and Dawn is like shut the f up. Like, she tells them to shut the F up. And then all of a sudden, there's expletives, like, everywhere. And they're just saying the F word a lot, which is crazy. I like the F word. But it was just, like, they were acting like children, like, on a bus, like, going to school. It was crazy. It was funny. I just, I mean, it was, it was like, amazing. Like, a little I was child. like, why can't we follow these women around just, like, all the time? Like, follow these women around. Like, there's some really I good dream characters. of Nini's bridesmaids. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I feel like it could be cool, like, Vanderpump Rules, like, where Nini, when Nini gets to just, like, narrate, basically, and then they follow the bridesmaids off, and she just gets to comment about them. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Ooh. If you're anyone from Bravo listening, we have the money. Let's go. Yeah, you have, you've had a lot of good ideas for Bravo. Mm-hmm. They steal your I got some ideas. Yeah. And then Diana shares with uh, Pat, who is Pat, I think she is Nini's stylist, actually. Okay. Or like something because I know her. You about chuckles? Yes, chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> and Diana shares with Pat that Marlo calls her chuckles and was showing everyone pictures of a clown, saying that Pat was chuckles the clown. <laughs> I mean, it's really funny. That's funny. That's it's funny. It's funny because it's kind of like a little bit bitchy. Not bitchy. Like she kind of did look like a clown a little bit. Yeah. She had like the red lips, and then she had like the curly hair, which wasn't red, but it was like a curly. <laughs> Like a, and then with that hat on, when they kept saying it was just, and then like you mentioned when we were watching the show, they totally set them up for failure because they filmed them having this conversation when they had all this sh- shit on their face, yeah, like numbing stuff. Yeah, and yeah. so they just looked even more ridiculous. It's like they had just like, like come out like from sweating or running or taking a shower. It was just like, oh, this is just not good. And Diana, like sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. Like <laughs> you can't even go back. One thing that I love about Marlo is that of all of the housewives we've ever seen, most of them lie when they're confronted with, like, did you say this? Exactly. She is like, you know what? Yeah, I said it. I most certainly said it. And I love that about her. And it's so hilarious. But with Diana, you from this moment on, like, don't deny that you, you know, don't sit here and try to play the victim when we have you on camera, like, running and you know, just spreading gossip. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the tea party because that's what I want to talk about. Okay. Nini brings up the prenup. Greg's like, no, I don't want to bring up the prenup. And then Greg goes visit. Oh, in the registry at um, Crate and Barrel? Yeah. And then Greg goes and visits his lawyer and they get it worked out. Blah, blah, blah. Let's get to the bridesmaids because that's what I really want to care about. Uh, so Nini gets them together for a big hat tea party, spilling the tea at the tea party, which I thought was cute. And then I liked that they, you know, were drinking and stuff. So that was really fun. But some of the hats were a little questionable. I liked Marlo's hat. Marlo looked amazing. I really liked Laura's hat. Laura's hat did look good. I liked the back that it was kind of mm-hmm. like shorter. And yes, then loved it. And then uh, Cynthia had like on just like a regular hat. I was like, it's a big hat tea party or like a, you know, like a, I don't know. I wanted it to be something. Not 
like I had, but Cynthia, sometimes she doesn't get it right. She doesn't. She's slow on the uptake sometimes, but that's okay. Um, so Nini says, when I give you the, if you have the teacup, you're, or the teapot, you're allowed to spill the tea on someone. So Pat gets the teacup first and she confronts Mar- Marlo about calling her chuckles. And this, we could not stop laughing at this. Marlo, I mean, that's what I said. Like you just said, Marlo is so, she's so upfront about everything that she, it's just like, it's dirty, but it's like, you got to have respect for it. Cause it's like, she's not lying to you. And it's just like, it's amazing. Like, that's amazing. Like, I, and that's why Nini was like losing it. Yeah. <laughs> like Nini was just like, I can't help but laugh. Cause when it's funny, I'm gonna laugh. Like, and Marlo is, I mean, she, I think she almost, She's like the old Nini, like what old Nini used to be back like on the first few seasons of Atlanta, like kind of crazy and out of control, mm-hmm. but saying some really funny stuff. And that's what Marlo is. Like Marlo's just like, I don't care. Yeah. Marlo could hands down have her own reality television show and I don't Just following her. Just following her, like and I don't know why Bravo hasn't I mean, they've even kind of been like slow to get her on Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw her not this last season, but the season, season before, before last. And she was supposed to be on last season. They cut all of her scenes out. Yeah, so it's like what what's the hold up? I mean, she does have kind of a contentious is I, that the right word? Like temper. Yeah, but. and she also said the whole faggots thing, which Bra- know, Andy's when, like and holding a grudge like about that. Bravo's whole, you know Listen. Is women and gay men. Like and that's gay a big men. thing. But I mean I feel like even gay men are still gonna watch Marlo. Like you're I would a gay man her, and yeah. you'll still watch her. I would watch her for sure. With that, like, I mean, I think people are over the comment that she made. Yeah, and, and if I think anything, she they've apologized. About it, yeah. And if anything, it's like you realize like her look for sure has been put together by a gay man. Like somewhere in the mix, like she and I think she Marlo is a gay man. She, like, yeah, she is, and it's like I know that she regretted saying that. Like I really mm-hmm. do think that she regretted saying that. I mean, she shouldn't have said it in the first place, but mm-hmm. I know I think that she has said her piece about it like I'm sorry I didn't mean to hurt anyone and you know I just think they're like kind of reprimanding her for that because I think that if she wouldn't have well, said well they're reprimanding themselves though because she's going to make money for them yeah inevitably so it's like love you, to watch her you know don't cut off your nose to spite your face she can make money and for the you thing guys. is is like it's it's just like she could bring like you said she could bring them such huge audiences and people because people love to hate her and hate to love her too so it's just like it polarizing people like that, that's the most successful I've people. I've got a good question for you. What? Okay, so you know how Nini kind of has a lot of pull, her and Andy, at I guess, Bravo, are good yeah. at Bravo. Uh-huh. Do you think that Nini has kind of been instrumental in not having Marlo been an active part of the Housewives because she thinks maybe Marlo could become bigger than her? No, she has said, in the, she said to Andy, I think it was on Watch What Happens Live or something whenever she was on there, and they were talking about it, and she said that she, 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 she said, Andy asked her, like, who he thought, who she, who, sorry, I'm, like, getting tongue-tied about this. Sorry, excuse me. And who, yeah. who she thought would be a good housewife. And Nini said, Marlo, I think Marlo would be a fantastic housewife. Hmm. So. Well, I mean. But we'll get to some news and gossip in a minute about Nini and Marlo, because they are not on a good terms. So despite her having said that, do you think it's just was said for the camera and really behind scenes? No, it's kind of like so. I do. I do genuinely think that they like that Nini likes her and thinks that she'd be really good for the show. And no, obviously I don't, that's I don't, a person. On I agree. Side. I agree with that. But I think that maybe possibly Nini, like Nini could feel not intimidated, but or I like think that Nini spot. recognizes that Marlo has the ability to be, you know, the Nini. new Nini. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The, the new normal, the new Nini. Nini. <laughs> that could be Marlo's show. Marlo, <laughs> no. the new Nini. 
That'd no. Be, I mean, they would never do that, but it's funny. Um, so let's get move on to uh, Diana confronting Cynthia, saying that because uh, Cynthia had supposedly said twice, and Diana was counting supposedly that Cynthia said that Don knew Nini the longest. So it's like Diana, let it go. Like let it go. You're friends with Nini. Like shut up. Like shut up. Like it's not a big deal. Like get over it. If Don knew her the longest, if you knew her the longest, like who cares? Who cares? It's so stupid. And then she turns and confronts uh, Marlo, and Marlo just exits. She, I was like, what? I was like, well, there's the, there goes the whole fun yeah, of this whole thing. Yeah, where do you thing. have to go, Marlo? Like, yeah, she was like, I'm leaving. Bye. And then that was it's it. It's a cowgirl hat. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I love that she throws those digs in there. That's amazing. And Diana's not quick enough to come back with something that's like, it's equally Her funny. personality is just like watching paint dry. Literally, like beige paint. Like, like not even like a good color of paint. How are she and Nini friends? I think that Nini likes her because she kind of like supports Nini. She's like, yeah, that's a really good assist. You know, like it's one of those like encourage your friends. It's like you're amazing. A pity like friend. you're great. I don't know if it's a pity friend, but it's I think it's an encouragement friend. Like she keeps around to keep you know. Well, I mean, even Cynthia is an encouragement friend, and like yeah, but Cynthia she has a little bit more of a personality. Like she's gotten a little bit more of a personality. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started. And then, so Marla leaves, and then Diana turns to Alexis and starts going out with her, going after her, and then she says uh, that Alexis would never get a wedding because she's loud and ghetto. I was like, okay. Like, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna cut somebody, like, at least come up with, like, a clever way to do it, not just be, like, rude. I really like Alexis. I do, too. Is her name Alexis or Lexis? Lexis. Just okay, Lexis. Lexis. Like the car. Um, <laughs> no words. Um, I really like Lexis. I like her. That's, I mean, that's all I, I really have too. to say. I don't really have any reason behind she's, it, but I like her. It's because she's like, there's no, like, fake pretense, like, no reality smoke and mirrors. Like, yeah. it's just, it's like, she. that's who she is. Like, yeah. she's just, like, this amazing person that's just, like, loud and crazy. And I think she, like, speaks when spoken to, so it's not that obnoxious Marlo type personality where sometimes it's all it's about her. It's too loud and crazy. It's more so, like, she's speaking, she's speaking when someone has addressed her, and when she does finally say something, it's to the point it's Concise, meaningful yeah. and it's you know good and it to shuts go. it down it really yeah. does so and we, Diana's not even married so like how are you gonna say like you're never gonna get a husband wait you aren't married you either aren't so married, it's kinda so like stop people it. in glass houses don't throw stones, throw stones that, exactly yeah. and so that that scene ended really so quickly it was just like done and they moved on and I was like wait I wanna see more I like I wanna see more of that and then the episode ends with uh, Nini finding out the new normal was cancelled and we talked about that that was really interesting to see that like side of her the sadness of that mm-hmm. which is really you know that's a real moment and then it ends with Diana coming to talk to Nini and they uh, they make up or they or Diana says she's sorry and that she's going to just try to go with the flow I was like old habits died hard honey like it's not going to die hard it's like it's going to be still always around yeah especially we see the previews for next week and it's already going to be cuckoo crazy yeah so let's move into some news and gossip after Buzz TV News. Well, I woke up this morning, or it was a yesterday morning, whatever morning, and I saw on Twitter that they were that they were like, Nene Leakes is trying to get Marlo Hampton fired from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I was like, well, Marlo's not even a real cast member, but okay. And so here we go. So rumors have surfaced that Nene Leakes attacked a producer on the Real Housewives of Atlanta and then fled the scene. <laughs> Nene has denied the story on Twitter, but it looks like something may have, in fact, gone down. 
media takeout reports the story saying that Nini and Marlo got into a heated argument at a charity baseball game that one production crew member even tried intervening in to prevent a fight, and that's when all hell broke broke loose, allegedly. Nini told him, I made you. You will not disrespect me, according to the site. She then proceeded to hit the producer on the head with a bottle. <laughs> the producer had his head cut open, and Nini allegedly fled the scene before police police could arrive. And although media takeout often reports false or sensationalized stories, it seems like something did happen according to the stream of tweets that Nini sent out. Her first tweet, some people just belong in jail. See you in court. Her second tweet, the police we just talked to was so great. Thank you, Atlanta PD. Thank you for not conjugating <laughs> that you, verb conjugate, correctly. Conjugation of the verb. And her third tweet, I don't know one person on this earth that is worth me hitting. The most I will do is hit you with the court system. So I don't know. And then, well, Nini had given this... The reason why they got in this argument, I read, was that Nini gave this interview saying that Marlo was difficult to work with and was extra. I mean, what she said she said that to her face. Like, she said she's difficult. And I think Marlo took that as, like, you know, a dig, because it obviously is a dig. So Marlo confronted her about it, and they obviously got into this mm-hmm. huge, huge moment. And I feel like a lot of it is probably going to be Nini's like, I made you, like, I helped you come in this show... And I feel like Marlo's is like not. Gonna, I mean, I wouldn't take that well either. But it's tr- true for the in terms of this show. Like Nini kind well, of brought well, Pedro brought her on. Ca- that's what I was just about to say. Marlo came on as someone else's friend. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe a little bit of truth to. I mean, it, but... I hope. I mean, it's obviously true because there's obviously police involved or something is true, some mm-hmm. aspect of it. But I just hope that it's not. What the hell kind of celebrity basketball baseball game where they got drinks and bottles? I don't like, know. I'm like, I'm like, damn. You drinking or? I guess. I don't thinking? know. So that's my news and gossip. That was pretty good news and gossip. Yeah. So the prediction is for me. Let's get into it. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. I predict that Nini's going to get married and there's going to be some more drama with her bridesmaids in Cancun. Go figure. I predict that um, Diana is probably still going to be a little bit standoffish in Cancun, but I think she will act a little bit better, and I think that everyone's going to kind of turn against Marlo. Marlo. Mm. Yes, sir. Because Nini gave some digs to Marlo today on tonight's episode. Mm -hmm. I was just like, okay. So we're going to see what happens. But you can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Dupree and on Instagram and Facebook at Jake Dupree. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michelle Renee LA. We'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.